What has been the most important day of your life thus far? Leaving aside the day that you were physically born into the world. Think of how you would answer that question. What has been the most important day of your life thus far? Well, I'm not sure how you would answer that question, but I can tell you with almost complete certitude how King Louis IX of France would have answered that question had you posed it to him when he was walking the face of God's good earth back in the 13th century. Louis IX would not have said that the most important day of his life was the day that he got married. He would not have said that it was the day that he and his wife had their first child or any one of their other ten children. They had eleven altogether in their marriage. He would not have said that it was the day that he became the King of France in the Cathedral of Reims. If you had asked that question to King Louis IX, he would have said, without any hesitation whatsoever, the most important day of his life was the day when he received the sacrament of baptism. In fact, for all practical purposes, he did say that when he was asked one day about why he signed everything Louis of Poissy and not Louis IX, King of France, which would have been the traditional way for him to sign letters and official documents as king. He answered by saying Poissy was where he was baptized. Then he added, I think more of the place where I was baptized than of Reims Cathedral where I was crowned. It is a greater thing to be a child of God than to be the ruler of a kingdom. This last I shall lose at death, but the other will be my passport to an everlasting glory. So I guess it won't surprise you to know that Louis IX of France is now known to the world as St. Louis. I wonder how many people in Missouri know that. He's one of the few earthly rulers in history to be canonized a saint by the Church. Wouldn't it be nice if we had a few leaders in our world today like this? St. Louis, pray for us and pray for all of our world leaders. So how would you answer that question? What has been the most important day of your life thus far? In all honesty, my brothers and sisters, there was a time when I am certain that I would not have said that it was the day I was baptized. That's because I've been guilty of taking this sacrament for granted. And perhaps many of you have been guilty of that as well. So why is baptism so important, so essential? Well, very simply, it's because without the grace of baptism in your soul which is the grace that Jesus poured out his blood on that cross and rose from the dead to give us, without that grace, you can't get into heaven. Remember what Jesus said to Nicodemus in John chapter 3. He said, Amen, amen, I say to you, no one can enter the kingdom of God without being born of water and spirit. Water and spirit signifies baptism. And this is what we mean when we say that baptism takes away original sin. Original sin, remember, is not like the personal sins we commit every day and then confess in the confessional. Original sin is actually the lack of something. 
It's the lack of sanctifying grace. Original sin means we come into this world without sanctifying grace in our souls. And as I indicated a few moments ago, we need that grace in our souls if we want to be able to pass through the pearly gates when we die. Sanctifying grace, do not leave earth, that is to say, do not die without it. St. Paul the Apostle said it beautifully, he actually said it perfectly in today's second reading from Titus 3 when he wrote, God saved us through the bath of rebirth and renewal by the Holy Spirit, that's baptism, whom he richly poured out on us through Jesus Christ our Savior so that we might be justified by his grace and become heirs in hope of eternal life. Now notice that St. Paul says there that through baptism we have become heirs in hope of eternal life. In hope means it's not a done deal. And it's not magic. We receive sanctifying grace into our souls when we're baptized, but we can lose it. That is possible. We lose sanctifying grace if we commit a mortal sin. Which is why the Lord has given us another sacrament. Sacrament of penance. Confession restores what mortal sin takes away. Of course, it also needs to be mentioned that when a person is baptized after attaining the age of reason, the sacrament of baptism also takes away all of their personal sins, as well as the temporal punishment that's due those sins. That's a tremendous gift. That's a tremendous gift of God's mercy, as anyone will tell you who's been baptized as an adult. And this means that when a person makes his first confession sometime after his baptism as an adult, he only has to confess what he's done since the day he was baptized. Everything before that was forgiven. Everything, without exception, was forgiven at the baptismal font. We had a teenage girl baptized here at St. Pius a couple of weeks ago. And after the ceremony, I told her that at that moment, she was the holiest person in the church building. Because she was. The early fathers of the church used to say that when he was baptized in the Jordan by John the Baptist, Jesus sanctified the waters. In other words, Jesus didn't need to be baptized because he had no sin. He received the baptism of John, which had no power to forgive sin in and of itself. He did that to give us an example. He did it as a sign of what he wanted his followers to do after his resurrection, and as a sign of the fact that the Christian sacrament of baptism would have the power to forgive sin. Any sin, every sin. Furthermore, as it says in paragraph 1265 of the Catechism, baptism not only purifies from all sins, but also makes the neophyte a new creature, an adopted son of God, who has become a partaker of the divine nature, member of Christ, and co-heir with him, and a temple of the Holy Spirit. Baptism also makes us a member of the Church. It, Im it imprints an indelible mark, spiritual mark on our soul. It gives us a share in the royal priesthood of Jesus Christ. And it opens us up 
to the possibility of receiving the other sacraments. You cannot receive any of the other sacraments unless you are baptized and baptized validly. See, these are the things that King Louis IX knew and understood. He was obviously catechized very well in his youth. And that's why he said that the day of his baptism was far more important than the day he was crowned the King of France. Let me now conclude my homily by asking you to do something. Do you know the date of your baptism? Mine was May the 5th, 1957. If you don't know the date of yours, then do some research this week and find out when it was. That's your homework assignment from Mass. And then make a resolution. Make a resolution to celebrate the anniversary of that event each and every year. Resolve to do something special on the anniversary of the day when you were born again of water and spirit just like you do something special on the anniversary of your physical birth each year. Now, some of you may say, well, I don't celebrate my birthday, Father. At my age, I want to forget about my birthday. Well, even if you're one of those people, celebrate your spiritual rebirthday anyhow. I'm happy to say that lots and lots of people all over the world celebrate the anniversary of my baptism every year. I think they call it Cinco de Mayo. <laughs> How nice of them to have that celebration in my honor. But remember, my brothers and sisters, the anniversary day of your baptism is also worth celebrating, even if the rest of the world doesn't celebrate it.